I read, frankly, a lot of terrible fan fiction that would, that is like, oh, the kids today would laugh at it. They would laugh at it so hard. Like I read like fan fiction for like the practice. Oh. <laughs> All right, Lauren, I know we just started this podcast, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but like many things for me, mm-hmm. I have to, you know, marinate. I have to think about things. And sometimes, you know, that's when the best things come to me. And I have a proposition for you that will change this podcast. It would just oh, okay. totally change the podcast. It would <laughs> This would be basically our podcast and it would change our lives. I'm pretty sure. Change our lives. Okay, wait. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm, I'm waiting. What if I read Middlemarch mm-hmm. and then yeah. uh-huh. in return, you watched okay. all seven seasons. I think it's seven seasons of 90 Day Fiance. Ooh. Oh. Oh, wow. Okay, okay. Oh. Think, just th- okay, just think about it. Just think about it. Let me go on with this, okay? You love Middlemarch. I do. That is your favorite novel, right? Pretty close. I mean, it's hard to say, but yeah, I love it a lot. I've read it like four times. Yeah, I've seen you lug that thing around. (laughs) I've seen you read it multiple times. You've brought it up casually. I don't know if you were trying to like, you know, sell it to me at the time, but yeah, Middlemarch. And again, I have not read Middlemarch, but I know mm-hmm. of it. You know, I maybe have probably sat in a couple seminars where I pretended to have read it, you know? So like, okay. I know stuff. You know stuff. Both things deal with marriage plots. Yes, obvious yes, from the no. go. Mm-hmm. It's an effective and like immediately, like you're in. You understand the dynamics. You understand what's at stake with a marriage plot. Mm-hmm. I would say they treat those things to an ideal level, right? Like there's in, an in ideal the marriage. Well, you haven't seen it yet, right? Okay, no. Okay. Cause I'll say the thing about Middlemarch is it is about people making really terrible marriages. See, this is, this is why I want to make this trade. 90 day fiance is about terrible relationships, you know, under the engine of matrimony. Okay. So what do you think? I, that big, that book is big. I read a chapter, you watch an episode, we talk. And honestly, that would take, that would be all the episodes of this podcast. Yeah. I don't, we would recap we would recap the marriage plots i but i mm, i mean i just feel like the the pace of the marriage plots of middle march are a bit slower than my understanding from what you said mm-hmm. of 90 day fiance true you know i don't know you know that's just you know that's you can't blame the medium it is tv you know, it's not a book. I mean, yeah, that's, that is true. They are different. You were trying so hard to be polite, and I do really appreciate it. I did really okay. think this was a good idea. <laughs> I mean, I really want you to read Middlemarch. Yeah, how? Yeah, let, let, let me take a different approach here. Let me take on my best, my best scammer approach, mm-hmm. which is probably the best approach to a scam is not to announce okay. that you have a scam. So yeah, yeah, let's no, back up. I mean, back up. I didn't hear anything. How badly, how badly do you want me to read Middle March? It's been a few years. We've known each other. I still have not read it. Mm, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I love Middle March, but also Middle March itself gives me great joy. So I mostly just want you to experience that joy of, of George Eliot's really amazing writing. 
90 you know? Day Fiance gives me something like joy. Okay. So what, yeah. Like what, what is it that you find? Yeah. Do you ever like, sometimes like you want to, you want to see the worst of ourselves because you got to see it. It's like when you might see like, you know, it's like when you're driving or let's say like you're running and you see like, like gross roadkill and you don't want to look at it. You don't want to look at it, but you can't help but look. I mean, yes. That's this show. Okay. Mm, So you want me to watch roadkill? Do we have a deal? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm a deeply accommodating person, Nina, but I, I'm, I, you know, I'm working on my boundaries, Nina. You know this. And I, I have to say, no. Also, as you know, I'm not really watching episodic television during this time. I respect it. So, you know, I would like you to experience Middlemarch, but. I want you to experience 90 Day Fiance. I guess we're just both going to have to be disappointed. (laughs) Okay, Nina, so I'm not going to go for 90 Day Fiance. That's just not going to happen. So what do you actually have for me? I'm recommending the anime film of Swan Lake. Mm -hmm. It was, I think it came out in like 1981. Love it. Great year. Great year. I'm not in any way endorsing this, which I know already you're like, why are you recommending this to me? But it's definitely within the category of like, I'm recommending this to you because I want someone else to share the experience with me. Because I've never met anyone else who has seen this, like even other like Asian people. Okay. I like and it's always like one of my things where I'm like always trying to like, you know, put like a little like tentacle of like inquiry out to people mm-hmm. and be like, have you seen this? Did you grow up with this? And I still have not, other than my family and then my younger sister, because we mm-hmm. watched it over and over and over again. So this movie was, I think the first movie I've ever watched. Like I grew up with this movie mm-hmm. and it was just like this bootleg VHS that my brother somehow found um yeah and so this movie was like a frame of reference for a lot of things for me like even like before Disney this movie came Mm -hmm. into my life so also I have to say take a minute you know that's a much cooler thing to be really formative than a lot of the things that were formative for me which were bad television movies and like terrible cartoons well you haven't watched it yet so this is true but it still already (laughs) sounds cooler than well, most things from my youth, my like I, youth, youth, you know, like first movies I watched. Yeah. You know, it like taught me a lot. This movie, mm-hmm. even as like a young child, it, it registered to me like, wow, like a man can really ruin your life. <laughs> <laughs> An important lesson to learn early. Some part of my brain is still preoccupied with that movie mm-hmm. and it should be washed out for better knowledge. But I don't want to... Um, yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to tell you too much. Uh, something to keep in mind, though, that might like you know humor you as you watch it. This to me, because I saw it so young. This to me was the Swan Lake. To me, this was like the official canon Swan Lake story. Mm-hmm. And it took me. I will tell you later. I was quite old when <laughs> I learned that this was an adaptation, and that this was not the original story of Swan Lake. Okay, well, because here's the thing, Nina. I'm not sure I know exactly what the cannot canonical 
story of Swan Lake is. And I feel like most mm-hmm. of my Swan Lake exposure comes through Swan Duck, which stars Daffy Duck and was on Looney Tunes. Does it have the actual like music? Does it have some of the like? It does have the music. And I, before I like made this recommendation to you, I rewatched it. So I rewatched mm-hmm. it already. Mm-hmm. And it is there. I'm not going to, again, I don't want to tell you too much. There are some things I still appreciate mm-hmm. of it. Um, but the, yeah, the original music is in it. Who's the composer? I'm going to totally f- fuck it's not up this. No. It, oh, it is. Yeah, that's oh, the guy. Okay, all right. Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, mm-hmm. I, I was just like a Russian composer. I'm like, the same guy who did the Nutcracker. Why not? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, thank you for having the name. I right. know so art. Like, I know if art. You, you do know art. Because I think I'd be like, the guy, you know, the guy who did Swan Lake was the guy who did Swan Lake, you know? Yeah, yeah, that guy. That guy. I will send you the link to watch this movie. Send and for everyone else who's curious about watching this anime version of Swan Lake, I will just say that it is available on a very popular video platform mm-hmm. and that perhaps some kind of combination of the search, you could be real lazy with it. And, you know, you could just put in Swan Lake 1981 and <laughs> see know. what comes up. Yeah. Okay. So that's, right, I'm excited. That's, that's okay. Back. It's like, how long is it? How long is it? Uh, oh, I think it is at least an hour. I mean, oh, that's beautiful. But it's not, yeah, I think it's around an hour. Mm-hmm. And then, God, I just have, I just, yeah, I want to, I'm right now, I'm just like biting my tongue because I don't okay. want to ruin anything. Um, but yeah, I think that's a good introduction to it, right? Yeah, yeah I think so. Is there yeah, anything that you're curious about now? Like, are they people or are they like creatures? <laughs> I'm not gonna tell you. I mean, it doesn't matter. That's, okay, you don't have to tell me. I'm just like, well, how is, uh, what's the anime spin on Swan Lake? Which again is like a property that I'm not that familiar with, just generally. Um, <laughs> Other than knowing it was Chikoski. You, the, the answer to that question is resolved within like literally the first lines of dialogue. Okay, all right. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm excited. Okay, I'm, I'm excited to see what they do. Okay, well, so Nina, this is a very me thing to happen, which is as soon as I have created a podcast where the whole idea is that I can force recommendations onto my co-podcaster i am struck by indecision and like a lack of options i'm suddenly like oh i like nothing and i don't want to share anything with anyone but so i really i agonized over this i'm nervous don't don't be nervous you know but it's gonna be it's gonna be another film but it is it's on netflix it's one reason is there a boomerang sequel um no but there was a show they made but no 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 Boomerang sequel. Oh, okay. Boomerang was such an obvious to me. It felt like a really fat pitch right down the middle. And this is maybe a little more of a curveball if I'm using okay. that sports metaphor correctly. So what I want you to watch is I want you to watch, um, oh God, Atlantics. The movie's called Atlantics. Uh, it's a film. It's like French film, but it's set in Senegal. Uh, it's by a filmmaker named Maddie Diop, um, who's kind of up and coming. Her uncle was this like more famous Senegalese, I think, filmmaker. That's not really important. But so it's about some laborers who are being cheated by, or like this is the premise, Um, some laborers who are being cheated by like their boss. They're building like a big giant tower in Dakar. Anyway, they decide to like head out in a boat to go to Europe to try and make their lives there. But then they are presumably lost at sea. Okay. Yeah, I'm selling it here. Um, And so it's about kind of their girlfriends or the women who are left behind. And it's like a supernatural kind of romantic drama if you will, oh, it won yeah. 
You need to lead with that, my friend. I know. I know. I'm not, I'm not helping myself. I feel like I want to always be really upfront with like what might be problematic or not problematic, but you know, like resistant and it doesn't help me, but yeah, so it's like a supernatural romantic drama. It won the Grand Prix at Cannes. So it's a good movie. And it's a one that frankly, I have tried to get people. I've been like, I've been like kind of, you know, subtly suggesting. And obviously when I lead with like the laborer set out in a boat or presumably lost at sea, people are immediately like, "Mm, I'm good. So as much as last time I talked Mm -hmm. about how I think about people and I tailor my recommendations and this is very Mm -hmm. true. And so for instance, I never recommend Proust, though I will say I was starting again to read Proust today and it does rule. He does rule. Let me just be clear. But I have a deeply <laughs> held belief, Nina, yes. <laughs> like a deeply held belief that a lot of these movies where people are like, oh, these laborers set out in a boat and are presumably lost at sea and are like, no, I feel like if they just gave themselves over to this film, it would enrich their lives. And I believe this strongly. And so I, and I'm going to see if this is true here because mm-hmm. you may watch it and be like, how dare you? But I don't think so. Because I make distinctions because I feel Atlantics, for instance, another film that I have recommended to you, Fortunately Lady on Fire, you know, like I am able to determine what is a movie that has serious themes and it is a kind of, you know, high art, but is also to me, I think an enjoyable film. Okay. So for instance, I would not read, I would not suggest to you, for instance, uh, Paris, Texas, uh, a movie I watched earlier this year and I enjoyed, but I, I, I think if I recommend that to you, I think you would maybe break off your friendship with me oh all i can describe is it's like three hour long movie about masculinity and the american west directed by a german oh see i think you're like you you did a, a flip-flop did on your it. like marketing skills because now i'm like i'd watch that okay well it's win winders win winders okay not the point i i will obviously watch atlantics okay and i am interested but i have to say your first like you said like your first pitch of it the pitch that you've given to yeah. other people and they're kind mm-hmm. of you know, reticence to, you know, follow through mm-hmm. on the wreck. I kind of get it, man. You need to, you know, this is, you're doing, you just gotta, you gotta, you gotta, I know you were, you were worried, mm-hmm. but like one, again, and the context of this pod, I gotta do it. You gotta do it. But also I think I you're gonna it. like it. Okay, yeah. And I, I also, and you... I do just want someone who will talk to me about it because I did find, I, 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 I so if you've ever seen the movie, I don't know if, I feel like maybe this, this way in which I feel there are echoes, I'm not saying mm-hmm. they're, they're similar, but they're echoes between this movie and the film by Julie Dash called Daughters in the Dust, which mm-hmm. is sort of set I've on an island, yeah, set on uh, off an island off of South Carolina. And it's also kind of about a journey. There's similarly a lot of meditative shots of the Atlantic Ocean. So I want you to tell me if that 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 association is insane. Okay. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm excited. Okay. But yeah, I so, am excited despite your best efforts. <laughs> okay. But also I would point the Atlantic is also a very emotionally it's eventually engaging. Okay. I'm ready to have feelings. I haven't had them in a while. Yeah. Yeah. You'll have feelings, I think. Um, So, but it just, it it works on a number of levels. It's a supernatural romantic drama. I mean, like that's how obviously I just should have been like, watch the supernatural romantic drama set in Senegal and not brought up the laborers lost at sea. Also, where is it like streaming? I don't know. I would have to find it. I'd find it for you, my friend. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> someday, someday, Nina. But I just feel like right now I want to stick. I want to stick with more discreet recommendations. Okay. More, uh, more bite-sized, more digestible. 
I guess Thank maybe then I will just things. I will just send you gifts of the show. So there you, you go. Get like a yeah. base understanding of 90 Day Fiance. Yes. I feel like you got to. I like, can play. Like, yeah, I can play the long game, game on this. Tease it. Yeah. yeah, a long game on this, you know, because you don't want to set up those barriers. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> but nice try. 